0: expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Hey there, welcome back to the Align Nutrition Podcast. Today, I'm talking about hunger specifically the four types of hunger that we have, and I'm going to go through each of them. But the reason we're talking about this is really related to healing your relationship to food. It's important to get connected to hunger. A lot of people call it honoring your hunger and really just starting to understand what that looks like. It goes hand in hand with having permission to eat and meet our biological needs and also our emotional needs But we'll get more into that later on. So the first type of hunger that I want to talk about today, and I always talk about this first because it trumps all other types of hungers. If primal hunger is present, it's going to be steering the ship no matter what is going on. And I think a lot of times people confuse this with emotional hunger, or you know, it's it's not an uncommon response to dieting or having had an eating disorder. So getting in the habit of paying attention to your hunger and attending to it really is a new process for a lot of us. So when it comes to primal hunger, it's essentially just, like I said, primally, biologically driven. Your body is physically hungry and it is coming through loud and strong. We get in the habit of shutting primal hunger down so much that it can feel intrusive and unusual and we're used to saying it's not time to eat or... I just ate, why am I hungry again? I shouldn't eat that. You're doing this later, so don't eat this now. I like to call it kind of more explaining it to yourself when you're trying to make this shift of, you know, for example, if you're saying to yourself, I can't be hungry again, you might say something like, I just ate a snack, but I'm already hungry. You know, maybe the snack that I ate or what I ate earlier today didn't have enough, say carbohydrates or protein or fat, and I'm gonna be more mindful. When I eat this snack and kind of pay attention to what I need. Sometimes we might be at a point in our food healing journey where what quote unquote sounds good can help guide that. Other times we have to be a bit more prescriptive about it because you're essentially just testing and experimenting and getting to know. And so, you know, with primal hunger, some signs that that's what you're dealing with could be an irritable mood, headaches, difficulty concentrating, you know, the idea of your body directing your thoughts to food could be a sign that that's what it needs right now maybe a dull ache in your throat or in your stomach maybe a rumbling feeling even just some lethargy or even like a jittery feeling and so again when primal hunger because it's driven by our bodies on a biological level is going to trump other things so we have to really really pay attention if primal hunger is what's going on and and our only choice is to really again meet the need of that primal hunger by going ahead and having something to eat and responding to it. The next hunger I want to talk about is taste hunger. Most people don't even know that we have all these different types of hunger. And so it's fun to to kind of tease it out and break it down a bit. So with taste hunger, it's really referring to basically eating something because it sounds good, or maybe even the experience calls for it. An example that I often use is if you go and visit a friend or a family member and maybe they just baked something or pizza just arrived and you're like, ah, I'm not completely hungry yet, but wow, how nice to go ahead and have this. Or this is a lot of that kind of celebration hunger, that situational hunger. You're not necessarily physically hungry, but maybe you just want to taste it or enjoy the experience, especially with someone else. You know, Maybe you're out to dinner and a friend of yours got a dessert and you sample a couple bites of it. So taste hunger has its role in our lives. I think diet culture often tells us that this is a bad thing and we can never do this. You know, for every bite that we eat, we're not hungry, you know, we're piling on weight or something terrible is happening to us. And and the reality is that our bodies are much more resilient to that and that we can really normalize this type of hunger and that it's a need that can be met as it comes up. The next one I want to talk about, and again, I just want to say really quickly, with the primal or the taste hunger. This often can be something that's really personal. It's something that I might talk with people about, clients that I work with, people that are in my groups, because it helps to kind of tease apart what food means to you, what matters to you in your life, and just really getting clear on what taste hunger is and how it shows up. Otherwise, you're always kind of like left wondering, was that okay? Am I disconnected? Am I overeating? Or is that taste hunger that I was meeting? See how kind of nuanced it can be. If that's you, I'd be happy to work with you and sort that out a bit. There's always a link to show notes, different ways of working with me. So moving into practical hunger, practical hunger, I love talking about because again, it's one that I don't think a lot of people know about and it can make you feel quote unquote wrong or like you're doing something you know, out of the ordinary. It's essentially a form of self-care. I call it plan ahead hunger, thinking ahead. It's when you're really looking at your schedule of your you know work or school or your life or even identifying situations in the past where you were led to primal hunger practical hunger is almost taking situations of primal hunger and trying to plan them out and improve upon them like almost like if you think of yourself as an athlete and you're training for your life you want to think about when are you able to be fed and fueled throughout your day because food is energy that you're using so an example might be you know if you are a nurse And you work 12 hour shifts and you have irregular lunches, you might bring some snacks with you, some really quick, easy snacks that you can just grab in case, you know, like a bar or something like that, in case your lunch is, you know, at two instead of 11. And thinking about how can I, what types of things can I take with me? Or if you go out and run errands on a Saturday and you notice that, you know, you are, not getting enough to eat and you're coming home starving, then it's important for you to you know either have a plan of you know, I'm gonna swing through Starbucks and grab a breakfast sandwich or bringing something with you or just understanding that that you know is something that's going to occur. So planning on picking up lunch in the middle of running errands however you want to handle that but it's it's eating in anticipation of preventing primal hunger and so, It's just a really nice skill to be able to develop, especially because you don't want to spend your time cranky and thinking about food in a really reactive way. It'd be really helpful. The last one I want to talk about is looking at emotional hunger. And this one, I'm going to have a workshop. If you're listening to this in real time, a live workshop about emotional eating next week. There is a link in the show notes with more information about that. You can also DM me on Instagram at Align Nutrition for more information. And I'm going to be breaking out emotional eating because with emotional hunger, how we want to kind of frame that out again, we would be denying the complexity of our eating experience if we said that we don't have emotions when we're eating. You know, if you're eating something that makes you totally happy or you've had a bad day and you genuinely feel better by having something sweet or snacking on something. You know, it's it's okay to eat emotionally and we can dig more into that at the workshop of, you know, when is it okay and when is it not serving you, but I think really what you're looking at is, you know, when you're experiencing emotions like loneliness, boredom, sadness and that food can help and it may be your best option. And frankly, if you have been through some tough situations, emotional eating literally could have helped you Survive that. But, you know, kind of the idea is that in general, we're giving ourselves permission to eat. There's never, the answer is to never not eat. But in general, this idea of food can only do so much. It can help with emotion. It obviously can help satisfy a physical need. But how far will that go? And I think as you're building trust with yourself, as you're healing your relationship to food, you can train yourself really to kind of make these choices and move on with your day. More quickly, you might be thinking about it more now. But you know, essentially, I think it's just always having things on you. But I think as it relates to the emotional piece, it's really taking apart how do you respond on a regular basis with emotional eating? Is it conscious? Are you identifying your emotion? You know, are you able to have additional ways of dealing with those emotions, or really just more is it a conscious decision? And kind of looking at, I think what can happen with diet culture, again, and eating disorder is emotional eating can feel a bit more impulsive or reactive. It's not something you want to do. You might feel powerless versus, hey, I, I chose to eat that. And I know that I was feeling sad. And I know that's why I wanted ice cream. You're in charge, you're in control. So, you know, food is kind of the only thing that's coming to mind for any emotion that you're feeling, then, you know, at that point, it's starting to become a little less helpful. So if you really relate to the emotional eating piece and want to learn more, again, I would love to have you in that training that I'm doing next week. It's just going to be a quick training, breaking down emotional eating, very actionable. So you're leaving with some practical tips and some practical steps. Again, check out the show notes for more information on that shoot me a DM on Instagram and I'd love to help you. And beyond that, I hope that this podcast discussing the different types of hunger has been helpful and illuminating. A lot of people think that they'd never even thought of all the different types of hunger. And I hope that it helps you give yourself permission to meet all these different types of hunger and seeing them all as individual needs that might be met by a single eating experience, but that we are really complex when it comes to food. And it's not as simple as a lot of people make it out to be. So anyways, I hope that you take care and I'll talk to you next time. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.